0: and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. A day, a new day created for me and for you to rejoice, to magnify his name, to worship him. Oh, to let him know how much we love him. Hallelujah. We just thank God for having uh, uh, the, the activity of our limbs. We were able to do for ourselves and to dress ourselves. And for that, we're not taking it for granted. We just give God the praise, the glory, and the honor. You know, every day he loadeth us up with benefits. Every day. The scripture says his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness unto us. I tell you, if the Lord had not been on our side, I'm sure some of us would wonder where would we be had he not been on our side. So today we have rejoiced in the Lord because the Bible clearly lets us know in Psalms 103, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all Thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, and his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always uh, chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting, To everlasting, upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children. To such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them, the Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do His commandments, hearkening unto the voice of His word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye His host, ye ministers of His, that do His pleasure. Bless the Lord, all His works in all places of His dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. What an awesome psalms! So we we we, you know, are so grateful that we have the opportunity to bless the Lord, and to worship Him, and to magnify His name, because of the fact that He loadeth us up every day with benefits, and the benefits that He has loaded us up with in this particular psalms is 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 re, uh, redemption. Uh, he heals our bodies from sicknesses and disease, and as far as the east is from the west, he has removed our sins. So when we think about the uh the privilege and the that we have to worship him, it is a joy because of what he has done for us. So we just thank God for you joining us on this morning or this evening uh whatever time you'll be listening and we welcome you i would like to go to the throne of grace before i go into our new lesson we just finished uh, our previous lesson which was uh, a series of 19 le- uh, lessons on renewing the mind so tonight we will be starting a new teaching and that teaching will be on the peace of god the peace of god and uh, so we're going to be going to the throne of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I thank God that we have the mandate that we can go and come into your throne room with boldness and not with timidity. God, we thank you for this honor and this privilege that we can stand in the gap for others, that we can pray on behalf of those that have no voice and, Lord, those that are going through, oh God, throughout the world. God, today we're lifting up leaders of nations, oh God, leaders of nations everywhere, everywhere. We lift up our president. We lift up, oh God, the president of Ukraine. Lord, we're praying, oh God, for that war. And Lord, we know that you are in control and you know what's going on and wars have been here since the beginning of time and you said in your word that one of the things we can look for when it comes to your return is the fact that there will be wars and rumors of war. so it's nothing that's new but Lord to see it with your own eye seeing it unfold is just horrific So, Lord, we are praying for those that are involved, oh God, those that have lost lives. We are praying for the protection of the soldiers, oh God. And, Lord, we are praying, oh God, for pastors and and of churches, Lord. We are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, we are praying that murderers and robbers and rapists will be apprehended. Lord, the man that's going around killing the homeless, God, Lord, let him be apprehended in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we we heard that the one that uh, stabbed two people in the museum in New York was found in Philadelphia. So Lord, you are able, oh God, those that are on the run, Lord, let them be exposed and uncovered. We are praying for the sick, the homeless, the elderly. Oh God, those that are battling mental illnesses, God, we're asking that you would touch hearts and minds. Oh God, let them, oh God, not give up. Their hope is in you, Lord. People need the Lord. We thank God because you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So God, we thank you for your master plan of redemption. We lift up restoration. We lift up every family, every member. We lift up our daycare. Lord, we ask, oh God, that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, we bless our enemies, oh God. Lord, we pray for victims of day and night. Lord, disencourage their hearts. Oh God, those that are in hiding behind closed doors. Lord, give them the strength that they need to go forward and go on with their lives. And Lord, we just be so careful to give your name the praise of glory. We are praying for persecuted saints. Lord, we are praying for the refugees we pray praying for the children, the mothers, oh God, that you will continue to bless, oh God. We're coming against abuse in nursing homes, oh God. In the name of Jesus, expose and uncover. Lord, we come against the spirit of suicide. We come against the spirit of abortion. Lord, we are speaking life, oh God. Oh God, we are speaking life today. In Jesus' name we pray. And we'll give you the praise and the honor belongs to you. Always. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. So, a new lesson that I'll be teaching on, um, my scripture text will be coming from, I'm going to be, I will be, you know, going through other scriptures, but I'm going to take you to John chapter 14, and verse 27 is what, Is going to be my major scripture. And it's John 14, verse 27. And it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. And as I talk about peace on today, I also want to talk about legacy. Uh, I want to talk about a legacy of peace. You know, when we talk about legacies, legacies deals with what people do to leave uh, someone else. You know. The, the greatest thing that we can leave our children is a legacy in how to love God and to serve him. My mother was a prayer warrior. She was an intercessor. My father was a pastor and they, he, they were both intercessors. I mean, they could pray. And the one thing they left me was, you know, the spirit of prayer, knowing the importance of prayer. And so it is we should want to be able to leave a legacy that when we are off the scene that we can leave something for you know the people that's going to follow us so a legacy is anything you know handed down from the past as from an ancestor ancestor or predecessor it says leaving a legacy means putting a stamp on the future and making a contribution to the future generations. People want to leave a legacy because they uh, want that they want to know that their life or their lives mattered. And you know, I can say my husband being a school teacher and how he blessed his students and how many of them became involved with the uh, integrated prep reference that he uh, the Lord allowed him to start and so, but that prayer breakfast is going on, and one of his students, along with Pastor Kenneth, are spearheading it. So he left a legacy, you know, with the men, you know, and to encourage them, and they are carrying on his legacy, that integrated, you know, men's breakfast that my husband started. So legacy, uh, leaving, a, leaving behind a legacy means making an impact that will last long after you die. It could be financial with something you create or through the people you teach or touch while you are alive. The good news is it's never too late to start working on building a legacy that will outlive you. And when I talk about legacy, You know, we can include that even in peace, because the peace that God left us, or Jesus left us, he said, my peace. He says, I give to you my peace, I leave with you. That was a legacy of peace that God left for us. Yes, and not only that, we can thank God, because God himself, when we think about uh, peace, it says, peace is the gift of God. Peace is the gift of God. Psalms twenty-nine, eleven says, The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. So that is a gift. The gift of God is peace. It says the Lord will give strength unto his people the Lord will bless his people with peace that's the gift of God and then we have uh, his peace is not only just in uh, a small amount but his peace is in abundance and when you think about abundant the word abundant means present in great quantity more than adequate Oversufficient, so his peace is in abundance. Psalms 119 165 says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. So, when we love God's word, the things that He's commanded us, you know. Not to cause us grief, but it should be joyous to obey his word and his commandments. That's why it's so important because if you say you love me, well, I'll keep his commandment. You know, that's why the day will come when he says many will come before him saying all the things that they did. And the Lord will say to them, But well, I never knew you. You see, I never knew you. We don't want to get into that position that he will say the same to us. But because we are gravitating to the peace that he's leaving us, that strengthens us, that he blesses us with, and then that abundance of peace that's in uh, uh, great, it says great peace. And that word great means quantity wise. Great peace have they which love thy law. And when you love the things of God, you're going to have great peace that's going to come your way. Uh, Proverbs three, in verse seventeen, says, "Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace." And that's talking about wisdom there. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and her paths are peace referring to wisdom so we thank god for the fact that the peace of god is a gift from god his peace is in abundance now when we look at uh proverbs three sixteen, it says length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor. Now, Proverbs contains many statements about wisdoms, many benefits, including long life, wealth, honor, and peace. If you aren't experiencing these benefits, does this mean you are short on wisdom? Not necessarily. Instead of guarantees, Proverbs give general principles to make us think and to reevaluate what we are doing. They are not written to be infallible promises. In a perfect world, living wisely usually results in obvious blessings. But not always. Sometimes sin intervenes. And some blessings will be delayed until Jesus returns to establish his eternal kingdom. That is why we must live by believing and not by seeing. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven says, "But we can be sure that wisdom will ultimately lead to blessing." So we want to. Uh, say the Bible says that um, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And when you have the fear of God, is that reverential fear? Fear is not a fear of being afraid of Him, but that fear that you honor Him and you reverence Him and you serve Him, and you magnify Him, you bless His name, you know. And and when you have that kind of fear, you will ultimately, ultimately be blessed. Now God's peace is also perfect, in Isaiah twenty three. Verse 3, it says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. So if you find yourself in a tether, you find yourself in a way, you have to ask yourself, is your mind stayed on Jesus, or is your mind stayed on your circumstance? God wants us to have peace. And when we think about that word peace, that word peace means prosperity. You know, we have various definitions for the, uh, for the word peace. In that scripture, scripture text in St. John, it means prosperity. But also peace uh, can mean a state of mutual harmony between people or groups, especially uh, in personal relationships. So in other words, we try to live in in peace with our neighbor, with our family members, with our friends, you know. We try all that we can do to live in peace. The Bible says, as much as lies within you, to live peaceably with all men. So that's something we have to make an effort to do. Peace also means the normal, non warring condition of nations or the world. It also means cessation of or freedom from any strife or dissension. Freedom of the mind from annoyance, distraction, anxiety or obsession, especially tranquility and serenity. So as I stated before, in St. John uh, chapter 14, verse 27, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. It was a legacy that was left through Jesus Christ to his followers, to his believers, that we don't have to walk around in anger and in torment because He has given us His peace. The peace that He has given us can surpass all understanding and what I mean by that is that you can be in the worst chaotic situation. You can be in the worst tribulation in your life or trial but you can have a peace that a person can look at you and be in your presence and they will have to question you. girl man how in the world could you be so at peace knowing what you are going through that is because God has given you the peace that surpasses all understanding because your mind has stayed on him your mind has stayed on his word on his promises your mind has stayed on the truth and not on your circumstance. You're knowing how to focus your mind. You're knowing how to harness your mind so that you can experience that peace. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. You see, the world's peace is temporary. The world's peace only lasts through a a fixed or alcohol uh, hangover or whatever. A lot of people, you know, they want to uh, ease their pain through drinking uh, alcohol, through shooting up drugs, taking pills and pain pills. But guess what? Once you, and you, you might have a little peace afterwards or you have gotten yourself high on drugs or alcohol or whatever, but then when you come down you, you, you got a hangover, you, you're in turmoil again, you're tormented again. So why not settle for God's peace? <laughs> why, why not accept Jesus as your personal savior and let that peace of God rule in your heart that he has promised us that he will allow the Holy Spirit to do for each believer as we trust him. We we don't want to lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways, we want to acknowledge God, you know, because he will direct our path. So tonight, if you're out there and you're not experiencing the peace of God, the legacy that he left for every believer, call in for prayer. We will pray with you. And for for those who would like to accept Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I believe that you died for me. Lord, I'm asking you to come and to live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord be my savior, be my baptizer, be my keeper, and be my friend. So if you prayed that prayer with us on this evening, I am rejoicing with you, and the angels in heaven are rejoicing. Let someone know that you accepted Jesus uh, this evening. You made the best Most important decision that you could make in life is to accept Jesus as your personal Savior and to make him Lord of your life. If you're out there, I'm praying for those that are struggling with the lack of peace because of their conditions, because of their trials, because of the situations that they are in. Lord, I am sending forth your word to deliver those that are battling with the lack of peace. Lord, let them not lean on their own understanding, but Lord, let them put their trust in you in the name of Jesus. For their hope is in you, Lord. Their hope is in you. And God, we thank you, God, that we can lean on the everlasting arms of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because God, you've never failed us yet. I've come this far and I find no fault. And i feel like going on. Oh, the race isn't given to the swift or to the strong, but to the one that endures to the end. And I want to encourage you this morning or this evening, whatever you do, always seize the moment to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, if you know something good, you want somebody else to know about it too. And God is good. And not just sometimes, but God is good all of the time. And I tell you, he's just waiting. You know, he's waiting. You know, the Bible says some plant and some water. Start planting seeds. Start sharing the gospel. And let somebody else come along and water that seed. So always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.